There's a mysterious organization called BlackRock that uses its tens of trillions of dollars to secretly control the world. At least that's what you think if you get all of your news from conspiracy TikTok. The theory goes that BlackRock and another secretive firm called Vanguard, where you might even have your 401k, those two jointly run the world by owning all of the mega corporations and all of the smaller corporations. They've essentially created a monopoly inside of a monopoly. They own all of the companies in America, Pfizer, Moderna, all of the airlines. They own Coke. They own Pepsi. They own Apple. They own Android. They own Fox News, and they own Dominion Voting Systems. They own the food companies. They own the insurance companies. They own the banks. And because the absolute biggest top two shareholders of just about all the companies are the same two companies, BlackRock and Vanguard, the free market isn't really free. Oh, and to make things worse, BlackRock's largest shareholder is Vanguard, and nobody knows who owns Vanguard. TikTok tells me it's probably the richest families on the planet, like the Rockefellers and the DuPonts and the Rothschilds. And because corporate dollars go to politicians and corporations are owned by the same people, both political parties are also owned by the same people. Or are they? Today on Dumb Money, we are going to answer your questions about BlackRock and Vanguard and reveal the shocking truth about these two mega corporations that some say not only own the world, but also are pure evil. You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live. It's a special Q&A edition, perhaps a bit of a myth-busting edition of Dumb Money. Today, we're going to be answering your top five questions about BlackRock and Vanguard. And if you do learn anything from the show today, we really would appreciate a quick like, a quick comment. I mean, I'm pretty sure that BlackRock owns the almighty algorithm too, but if we band together, we can get this video out to more people. Chris Jordan, let's jump right into the question, starting with one that I hear all the time. Does BlackRock own the world with a net worth equal to half of the US GDP? Uh, I'll start, not really. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, their assets under management are extremely large, right? So we're talking, what, somewhere in seven to $10 trillion range. So, I mean, they've got, you know, I mean, they manage, a ton of assets, but the company itself has a market cap of somewhere south of a hundred billion dollars. Um, and so, you know, as far as like top U.S. companies, I mean, they're not—they're not even close to the trillion-dollar club as far as the, the the worth of their own asset management firm. But yeah, they do have a lot of influence, and they, you know, they control a lot of assets. Dude, the entire all of TikTok is saying that BlackRock owns the entire world. Okay. I'm not even sure if BlackRock owns their the the office building that they show up for to work <laughs> right, in every yeah. day. Okay, dude, this is driving me freaking insane. I've been I, these videos pop up on my TikTok feed like almost every day now, and that's the problem. I, Once you watch one of them, you get like ten more, and like I went dude, down the rabbit hole, and they're kind of insane. Dude. If okay, if anyone is watching right now that thinks that BlackRock like owns everything, do they literally own nothing? Yes, Jordan just said they're an asset management company, but even more so than that, even bigger than that, BlackRock is a 
primarily a passive asset management company, meaning that 70% of that seven to $10 trillion that they manage, which fluctuates all the time, I think it's closer to seven now, yeah. is in both exchange traded funds and index funds. The only difference between an exchange traded fund and an index fund is an index fund gets pre-priced uh, pre once a day. An exchange traded fund you could trade throughout the day, but both of them are evenly dispersed throughout hundreds and thousands of companies that they are mandated to buy based on the theme of the fund. So if, okay. it's, if it's a- That brings me to my next question though. They own all of these shares of, uh, of stock, Question two, do BlackRock and Vanguard influence every industry in the world? Because no, they have this stock, do they influence the industry? Absolutely. No. They absolutely influence every industry in the world. You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. No, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? So they no. are, yes, yes. No. They Go get ahead, to decide, tell me why. They get to decide where to allocate some of this capital, right? And so they get to talk, they, yes, they get a seat at the table, whatever, yes, they do, they absolutely do. And so they do okay. have influence. They don't own that influence, but they have influence because they are managing assets. So yes, okay. They do okay. But how does that work? I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll explain why Jordan is mostly wrong, mostly wrong. Two-thirds of the assets they manage are passively managed, meaning they have no control over what they buy and sell, meaning a computer tells them how much they need to buy of Apple today. They do not get to sell a company if they don't like what the company is doing. They literally have no control because even if they hate what the company is doing, they still have to own it, the exact amount of it that people like me put into their index fund. Literally mm. an algorithm forces them and that, that is for all of the index yeah all of the index based funds right. get automatically yes. but they also have funds that they have discretionary right so they've decision got on how to balance like the fund. here's an and here's an example b reit so they've got 100% control over b reit um, and so they get to make the decisions the real but that brings me to it, this Jordan. isn't a question but we have to explain how that control works because you know you've probably you've owned a stock and you've gotten a thing in the mail saying your That's vote matters right. do you ever vote okay no no dave yeah, they they can vote okay they can proxy vote okay there's proxy voting uh for for base they can vote on behalf of people like me that have money in let's say a 401k at my company that it has money in a blackrock etf that yes they could theoretically vote uh, and they have a, a a they have a consortium that is set to vote in the best interest of shareholders. But the thing is, they've had so much pressure on them not to vote on behalf of their shareholders that now they have a pass-through mechanism that they enacted this past year where they are allowing individuals that are invested in these products to actually vote their equivalent of shares. So they're even giving up that. So like they're even giving up their voting on the passive shares that they manage. Like they're doing everything you would 
ever dream of wanting a fund manager to do on your behalf. So now I'm I- just saying that the lar- like the largest asset manager, you don't think they have influence over industries in the world? You don't think they have no. any influence? I think they have influence over the Pat Jordan. I think they have influence over the active, the active portion of their portfolio, which, by the way, is large but not dominatingly large. No, not dominatingly, but they still have influence, and it's still even the even the active part is huge. It might not be the full seven trillion or whatever, but it's still a very large. Agree, agree. I'm saying, I'm saying, it, it it is. It's it's very large the active part, but it's nowhere near what people are thinking. The, the biggest conspiracy about BlackRock is that they own every single company, and the reason why they own every single company because every single company in the world is in an index, and yeah. they're like one of the two largest index management companies. So they're forced. They don't want to yeah, own they these own companies. A- they don't I mean, their asset management firm controls, you know, a piece of every publicly traded company available. And that's the bulk of what BlackRock is. And and they're not being, they're not activist in that role. They are never an activist in the role of the passive, the passive portion of the BlackRock assets under management. It's just a huge conspiracy. It's not true guys it's right. not so true. that kind of answers the next question too but we're going to ask it anyway if blackrock and vanguard collectively own 12 percent of norfolk southern uh and they own a large stake in media companies is that a conflict of interest um it it literally can't be a conflict again the Every index fund in the world is forced to own those two sectors. You, you, it, if you have an index, it, they're actually invested in every sector, and but they're not actively managing that, and they're not actively. Uh, no, it's not a conflict of interest. They're an index fund, guys. Like again, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And I, I actually love the fact that so much of the world's money is put into these index funds, where the manager BlackRock has no control over what they do with the money. They can't put any pressure on these on these companies because it makes it a lot easier for retail traders like us to actually invest with Alpha because they're forced to buy those companies and sell yeah. those companies, even when an, an active manager would perhaps take the opposite viewpoint. So it actually opens up opportunities for individual investors. I will say one more thing real quick. Uh, there, There is a case to be made that because BlackRock and Vanguard own so much of the stock market through passive funds and they're not being active, the opposite of what people... You're listening to the Dumb Money Live podcast. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. People think they're being very passive about all this stuff, that it's actually a detriment to corporate management because nobody is actively 
forcing corporate management to do the right thing because corporate management is getting away with stuff because when they right. used to have ever, all the shareholders used to be really active and heavily involved and actually care about every stock that the share of stock they owned. Now, most of this stock is owned by indexes and ETFs that literally have a committee that's like, yeah, we'll vote the proxy thing, but they're not actively involved with any of those companies. So it, the problem is actually the opposite of what the conspiracy theorists think the problem is. The problem is we need more active shareholders as opposed to passive shareholders like BlackRock and Vanguard. And when you have two That's companies that do own such a big percentage of the shares, uh, it makes hard, it makes it way harder for an actual activist to jump in. But and- again, I think owning the shares is a little bit of a misnomer here, right? Because they don't actually own all the shares that are allocated to BlackRock or to Vanguard. A no, lot of they're, are they're actually, passed At the very end, they're owned by individuals, retirement funds, things like this, right? Yeah, so- and Jordan, actually BlackRock deserves I mean, kudos to them because this whole pass-through tech that they enabled this past year that's going live now, if for the first time ever, it's going to allow all of the passive shareholders in those indexes to actually vote the equivalent of their minute little ownership. And all of a sudden, the people are getting the power back to actually vote in all of these shareholder meetings, right? Where, where they or have to these click the box things. that says, I don't care. What? Or they could click the box that says, I don't care. They can click the box if they, they, that says they don't care. But now we all have the option to be in passive ETFs that have a really broad uh, ownership of the market, as well as diversifying our portfolio, by the way, for a very tiny fee, because that's why everyone's investing in ETFs and index funds, because they're paying one-tenth of 1% annually to get that diversification. But now we get to vote our shares, which is actually pretty awesome. So thank you. I mean, I'm not like a huge BlackRock fan or anything like that, but I I think it was a cool thing for them to do. I'm a big ETF fan, though, and the the same philosophy applies where you can hold the basket of shares that re, rebalance themselves based on the index that you like, So, uh, and you don't have to pay capital gains when, when it gets rebalanced. Okay, next question. Uh, we've talked about how BlackRock is a pass-through. They don't own anything, but they have a $95 billion market cap. So what, uh, what does BlackRock own directly that is not held uh, for their account holders? So I asked ChatGPT that question because I was like, they got to own some. I mean, first of all, uh, they might own the office building they work in. I I don't know. That was maybe unfair. But I don't think they own hardly anything. I I could be wrong, guys. I I mean, they they do own a lot of real estate, right? They would would have to just from their size. But again, so so the real estates are in funds, right? So like like I mentioned, BREIT, that's a fund. And that's, you know, so they... They make money off of all these funds, right? And so they get their management fee out of BREIT. They get, so like their iShares ETFs, those, they get their management fees off of those iShares ETFs. And so they own that property, but they don't own the individual shares that people are buying and selling. Well, yeah, well, Jordan, most of the real estate, like I said, it's, it's, they're managing they're purchasing it on behalf of their share. That's what I'm saying. It's a fund, right? So it's it's a a fund. fund. They don't own it. So they own that structure, but the actual you know, the actual fund itself is owned by the collective asset holders underneath that fund. Yeah. So do they own, what do they own? What what did ChatGPT say they did? They own rights to the, to all the revenues that they receive from all these different ETFs and all the asset management that they do and all the, 
REITs, that's you know, they own all those revenues that come off. Dave, of those. Dave, I, I mean, I, I can read it to you right here. I have ChatGPT right in front of me, and it says, while BlackRock may directly own some assets for operational purposes like offices, computers, and other equipment necessary for its business operations, these are not typically considered significant compared to the yeah. asset management activities for its clients. They yeah. basically just own the money that they make off of right. the tiny fees off and of that's the point that, that I was making. Management. They own rights to those revenues um, from all the fees that they collect right. on all these different, like on REITs and on iShares and on you know all the different products that they offer. And they so actually the have should be, do they own anything? Does yeah, that they, 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 own anything? Well, they, when they it comes to owning companies though, they actually have made some acquisitions fully fully acquiring companies, but those are typically yeah. things yeah. that go along with their business, like investment management firms and right. other funds and uh, financial software. So they buy yeah. things, they own companies, but it's very small compared to the shares they, that they hold on they behalf of their They customer. generally own companies that also own nothing. Okay, so <laughs> yes. it's like, dude, this is so funny because the people that think that BlackRock and Vanguard own everything, they actually own like nothing. They own, they, they own like some mm. office chairs and you're right. I mean, they They're get like the any other services company though. I mean, that, this is what a, this is a classic yeah. services company, right? And so of they course. own those services that they provide and they collect a fee based on those services. Okay, so last question. Uh, you, you've seen the uh, protest in France. Did BlackRock try to influence the French pension system overhaul? So, so no, no. I, I, I think, I think, no. I do not think they're influencing it. Um, you have to understand something that that France uh, is in attempting to privatize. They're trying to fix their pension system by privatizing it. Now, BlackRock is the largest and one can say one of the most cost efficient um pension management companies because they are an etf and an index fund company and they have the ability to invest very large amounts of money very quickly through their ETF and index products at a very low cost. So it makes a lot of sense that BlackRock works with all of the world's governments, right? To, to, to help them invest their money in a highly diversified way that's extremely efficient, okay? So I would imagine that they're taking meetings with Vanguard and BlackRock, maybe State Street, and maybe a couple others. So, I, no, I mean, listen, obviously it's in BlackRock's interest to sell their products to every government in the world. So to an ex are they manipulating them? No, they're doing their job. They're like, hey, and I think the amount of money that they were going to theoretically get from France is like $4 billion. I mean, It was like very relatively very small i mean it's this is all normal business guys this is normal government pension uh asset management business procedures the the the, the black rock conspiracies that led to people storming their office in france were completely well i think so people are just upset about in france is a you know it's a very specific situation um and that people are upset about losing that pension system, right? Because they don't have to worry about this stuff. <laughs> but this I, privatizes it and makes every single, you know, um, person basically their own small little mini business that has to, you know, deal with, you know, you know, P&L and, and economics, right? Um, so, I, but, but is that BlackRock's 
fault? Like, are they? No, no, Jordan. I, I Jordan, it, all the problems in France are getting the problems in France are getting intermingled because they're also trying to lower the retirement. You know, basically right. raise the retirement age. That's getting inter intermingled with the privatization of pensions yeah. um and so like people want to take their anger out it, it was hard to take their anger out on the government they already are but then when bl the blackrock thing got thrown into it it was like oh screw blackrock they own the world they're part of this conspiracy so really it has nothing to do with blackrock if you don't like what they're doing in france yeah you you have a, a, an issue with leadership potentially i actually think france is probably doing the right thing personally but i i but again i'm not i'm not french and you know, I, I'm staying out of that thing, but I think they're probably, I would probably do the same thing that they're doing, honestly, if I was in leadership there. I mean, there's just been a trend over the last 30 years is to kind of move away from pension systems and move yeah. retirement to, you know, to the private sector. And so kind of is yeah. what it is on that. All right. So those are the five questions. We do have one bonus question for our TikTok. We have to ask it, <laughs> is BlackRock evil? Uh, I'll, okay, I'll, so, start, so, I'll start. So I don't think I don't think a company can be good or evil. I just think that they're a company and that they have a obligation to their shareholders to make money, right? And so I think that I think they're a company. Um, Chris, I have no so, value prop on this. So so I, I put out a Twitter poll yesterday. I was really curious. I'm actually surprised it wasn't even worse. But I I, I I'm actually super proud of the people that follow Dumb Money. Uh, and my account on Twitter. I thought it was going to be like 95% BlackRock's evil because that's what you would think watching YouTube and TikTok. But it also depends the, on the demo, and your demo is probably a little bit. They're educated. They're, they're you're following our accounts. You're yeah. real. You're probably really smart. Yeah. E even though we're called dumb money. Um. So anyway, 61% of the 854 people that voted voted that yes, they are evil, yeah. and 39% said no but what i think is most interesting and we don't know if this is real or not we don't know if this is real or not but <clears throat> fletcher 3388 uh this account was from october of 2020 it might, it might be a real account he said uh i worked at blackrock and have personally spent time with larry fink he is an amazing leader founder and believes no single individual is more important than anyone else larry would personally address Anyone that acted otherwise, BlackRock and Larry Fink are far from evil. I'm going to stick with Jordan and say, I don't think companies can be either. Like, I, I don't want to get involved in that debate. I, I don't think they're evil. I don't think they're necessarily amazing. They're just a company that yeah. they did have a big part in lowering the cost for investors uh, to diversify yeah. their investments across large swaths of the market through ETFs, along with Vanguard. I'm actually a bigger fan of Vanguard because uh, they were really the innovators in with this Fogel? space. What? With Fogel? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 like, I like what Vanguard has done. I like what BlackRock has done. But I will say also that it's gone too far. And we have too much money invested passively, which actually, in a weird way, starts to corrupt markets because by a company simply being of a certain size in a certain industry sector, all of a sudden, that company starts to get massive amounts of investment support. One other thing, one other thing, Dave, this is really important. Would the other, you didn't ask this question, but one of the biggest things that comes up with BlackRock conspiracy is that they are pushing and pushing and pushing this ESG movement globally, like wanting companies to be super green and all this stuff. And, and, and I think to an extent, 
uh, th that is something that they believe in there. But there is also at the total opposite of the spectrum, I found an article saying that they are pushing bad things, right? That BlackRock's investment activity and government's practices drive business operations that directly harm Black and Indigenous communities and people of color around the world because they're invested and they start in, they start labeling all the companies. They're invested in gun manufacturers, right? Which is terrible, terrible, terrible. They're invested in fossil fuel industry, right? That what nobody understands is that they're actually invested in everything because they don't have a choice. The yeah. only person that has a choice over what they're invested in is an algorithm that detects how large that company is and how many shares they are forced to buy because, you know, retail investor XYZ just put $10 into the S&P 500 fund. And so they are forced to buy three cents of every company in the S&P 500. That's how ETFs work. That's how index funds work. That's what BlackRock is. They actually have- Yeah, so here's my thing. If you've got a problem with those companies, if you have a problem with Smith & Wesson or whatever, take it up with Smith & Wesson. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I <laughs> Yeah. I'll give you the one word answer. This is all you need to know. Nope, they're not evil. All right. So if you have a question uh, that you'd like us to cover on a future Q&A show, do tweet at us at Dumb Money TV. Uh, we'll do this kind of show from time to time. We'll also be back with our regular style show next week. Until then, for Chris and Jordan, I'm Dave. We are Dumb Money. We'll see you next week.